This week's episode of The Obsessive Viewer is sponsored by Westworld FM, the latest podcast from the Midwest Podcast Network. Westworld FM seeks to dissect the latest episode of HBO's Westworld TV series every week. Join Alex and Nick as they take a deep dive into the latest TV show from producers Jonathan Nolan and J.J. Abrams. New episodes of the podcast are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more the day after the TV show airs. Check out the show at westworld.fm or search for Westworld FM on your favorite podcasting service. And thank you to Westworld FM and the Midwest Podcast Network for sponsoring this week's episode. This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is a special live episode, sort of, of ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Welcome to The Obsessive Viewer, where a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show, each episode. You can find back episodes at ovpodcast.com, find the blog at obsessiveviewer.com, and you can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer. So, uh, first of all, before we get into our Shocktober and Irvington festivities um in this episode um if you plan on attending heartland film festival which hopefully this episode comes up on the first day of the uh festival which is a it's their 25th year it's a big film festival um in indianapolis at the traders point theater and amc castleton uh, square uh theater they have so many great films showing and everything it's it's really a spectacular film festival um but if you plan on going to one or to any of the screenings you can support the obsessive viewer by using the promo code obsess 16 all caps when you buy your heartland film festival tickets online at heartlandfilmfestival.org uh, for every ticket sold with that promo code, Heartland will give us $2. Plus, you'll save $3 by buying tickets online. And as I said, there's, as I said, there's some really great films that are showing there. There's a documentary about the USS Indianapolis. Um, there is this really cool sounding documentary called High School 911 about teenagers who basically run a town's only, like, fire and emergency services department, um, which sounds really awesome. And uh, also another documentary called "They Call Us Monsters" um, about about uh, in, uh, uh, young people being charged as adults. Anyway, uh, it sounds like a really great film festival. We'll have more coverage about it um, in the coming weeks or in the coming episodes. Um, but today, Tiny, we are talking about Shocktober in Irvington, and we are live from the Irving Theater right Whoa. now. Live now. <clears throat> live <clears throat> now. <clears throat> We're at the Obsessive Viewer <laughs> studio in my apartment with my cat. Yep. Um, and the reason for that is that um, in all the hubbub of Shocktober and Irvington, we kind of didn't set, didn't set it to record um, the entire intro of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to kind of just go ahead and just introduce the recording for Shocktober and Irvington. And uh, then we'll have a segment after, after the recording where we kind of talk about how the night went and everything. Um, but Tiny, just before we do that, how did you feel about Shocktober and everything? Delightful. We had a great turnout. I mean, way more than I could have hoped. Uh, and that's, you know, I wasn't expecting it. And that really just blew me away and really made the night for me. 
Me too. I was kind of blown away. We had so many more people than than uh, years past. So so what I loved about it, and we'll get into this after the recording, but what I loved about it is that the first year we had, you know, a pretty good amount of people. Second year we had even more people. And now we've got, we got so many people. It was, it's growing and I, I freaking love it. Yeah. You could add Shocktober 1 and Shocktober 2 together and you would equal Shocktober 3. It, exactly. Exactly. 1 and plus 2 equals 3. The good math time. I mean, we're like mathematicians over here, so uh-huh. calm down, people. Y- yes. Okay. I don't. Anyways. Okay. So yeah, so we had a ton of people and it's, it's grown, it, it's growing and, and we're so excited to do it again next year and... um. We'll talk more about it after this recording. So first, I just want to mention before we get to the actual recording, this happens in progress. Um, it actually happened like we started recording at like kind of the precise, like the perfect moment. So when you when we jump into the recording, we will have already introduced ourselves. Um, Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter, Tiny at Obsessive Tiny, um, and talk. We talked a little bit about the podcast. If this is your first episode, by the way, we, as I said before, we're a weekly movie and TV podcast. We've been running for three years. This is our 190th episode, and we're uh, having a blast doing it. So, at least I am. That sucks. Yep. Uh-huh. Sucks every every <laughs> week I have to come over here. No, it's fantastic. I am forcing Tiny to do this. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's a gun. I'm looking down the barrel of a gun right now. It's a cat. <laughs> But <laughs> anyway, um, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and go to the recording where we will talk about uh, the films we screened. We showed um, a really cool like music video um, uh, short film from the Circle City Ghostbusters. We also showed uh, the premiere screening of J.P. Lex the Roman from his Elsewhere World universe. We also showed uh, a couple films from the 48-Hour Film Project. Um, and we also showed the first ever short film by the Nerds You're Looking For podcast, Pat and Tyler. They put together a short film for us. And then we um, capped off the night with a screening of uh, Princess from Wishing Season Films, which I will have an um, an interview with uh, Michael from Witching Season Films. It's this great uh, YouTube web series, horror anthology web series. Um, that I talked about in a previous episode. I'll have an interview up with him sometime after, or sometime in November, probably. But um, without further ado, um, why don't we go ahead and get to the recording? Sounds good. All right. I can talk loud. <laughs> hey, what's up? My name is Mike. I'm with the Circle City Ghostbusters. We got some of us here tonight, and uh, we're glad. Uh-oh. Oh. I think it's you. I think it is me. That metal plate in my head is getting a little crazy. <laughs> well, uh, this is uh, this is our premiere for our little Ghostbuster fan film. Uh, our great buddy uh, Mark Rose helped film it. Uh, we also have a couple other films playing tonight, and uh, we can't wait to show it to you. It's still uh, it's going to be a little it's going to be a little sketchy, but uh, just uh, keep in mind when uh, when we release it on the internet, please share it, please follow it, and uh, it's going to be looking a little tighter. But uh, time crunches happen. 
as uh, if there's any other filmmakers here, you guys know all about that. So, anyways, uh, thanks for having us. We're so glad to be here. And uh, after the show, take the pictures with the Ghostbusters, like us on Facebook, do all that good stuff. So, all right. Have fun, guys. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, how about a round of applause for the Circle City Ghostbusters? Well done. Yeah. That's a world premiere, right? It is. uh... All right, so just a little heads up. uh, We have to thank the Indianapolis Fire Department for letting us uh, film at one of their uh, firehouses. We can't disclose their name because uh, they were worried about people finding out, but it's downtown (laughs) somewhere. And uh, basically, it was just a, a random idea. There's a lot of uh, there's a whole cinematic universe when it comes to Ghostbuster films, and uh, we uh, just wanted to kind of put something together that wasn't very well thought out. It was kind of just like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. Let's go film it. Uh, we don't even know what we're gonna do. So we have some other stuff coming up in the future that's gonna be uh, a little more planned out. But we just wanted to uh, show some awesomeness around, you know, all the hate that was. You know the the new movie got, which we all love. I mean, I love it. How many buddy, how, how many people seen the the new Ghostbuster yeah, film? We, liked it. we enjoyed it. What do you guys think? No, it, it was amazing. So basically, uh, we just went out, shot that all in one night, and uh, I spent you know some free time putting it together, and uh, with the good help of my good buddy Mark Rose, we have a couple other films uh, playing tonight. And, uh, you know, we, we have some great stuff to come in the future, though. I can guarantee you that. Uh, we actually have better ghosts than the one was there, but I didn't want to mess with it. Uh, it looked a little pixelated. I ain't going to lie. Um, it's but, a, uh, it's it was, a digital ghost. It's a digital ghost. Yeah. But it was such a good time. But we all love, uh, you know, going out and doing stuff. We do charity events all over the city. And, uh, you know, you'll probably see us around uh, here in a couple weeks. We're, we're doing, uh, well, I'll have Jacob talk about it for a second. Hi, I'm Jacob. Uh, we will be having a booth at the Irvington Halloween Festival Street Fair on the 29th. So we will be there. We'll be raising some money for charity, most likely child advocates. Um, we will have a raffle. And uh, so, yeah, come down and, and take a psychic test from us. We promise we won't shock you. We're not allowed anymore. <laughs> there was a lawsuit, but you know what? We settled out of court, so I don't actually have to tell you about that. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, just come by and, uh, and see us and get a photo with us. We're going to have all kinds of fun stuff, and we'll be selling some, some stuff, too. So it'll be good. Very cool. Everybody, here's Nick. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No job is too big. No fee is too big. We're ready to believe you. <laughs> Fantastic. And can you guys tell us where, uh, where you can find Circle City Ghostbusters online? ccghostbusters.com, Facebook, Circle City GB, uh, Twitter, we're um, CC Ghostbusters. Um, just find us online, look for Circle City Ghostbusters. The few, the proud, the only ones that get paid to do this, the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> But yet again, thanks for checking out our film. Uh, we'll have some better ones to come in the future. Just stay tuned, and uh, we'll do more than please. Trust me. <laughs> Way to talk over her, Matt. <laughs> Feminist much? <laughs> oh, why did we invite you back, Greg? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah.
Can you go officiate a wedding? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. And uh, if you want to get your pictures taken with the Circle City Ghostbusters, they'll be here in their getup and everything. And, uh, Thanks right. again, guys. Thank you. Great yeah. show. Thank you, guys. I kind of swear sp- 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're taking the drink. Oh. <laughs> All right. And let's see. Should we raffle off some prizes? Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Great. Uh, we actually need the tickets. Yeah. Now, the tonight's event, all the proceeds we're donating to the Irvington Historical Society. Yes, all the proceeds from tonight's event are going to be donated to the Irvington Historical Society. And uh, mm-hmm. is it, who all from here are... Are there any Irvingtonians? Is, yeah, anyone here from Irvington? Anyone? I heard it. <laughs> I heard it, yeah. How did most of you hear about this? Was this something you saw on Facebook or was it... Um, through following Matt on his personal profile, <laughs> Facebook primarily, Facebook, Facebook marketing. Nice. Okay, very cool. <laughs> Stalking Matt. <laughs> we have a gift card to Giacomo's Pizza, and I know that it's dark here. Um, so if you guys have your tickets, um, let's see. I'm going to pick one at random. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Oh, there we go. There's the lights. All right, so the winner of our is, yeah our first uh, prize for Giacomo's Pizza is two four eight seven three nine three. Yeah, Woo, awesome, wow. nice. <laughs> it, it expires at midnight, so use it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably bring it down here if you really wanted them to. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And again, we have snacks and drinks up there. And uh, should we go ahead and start the next the next short? Yeah, I think yeah. It sounds good. Absolutely. All right, we our next one is called the Roman, and it is from J.P. Leck, who is a three time Shocktober and Irvington uh, <laughs> filmmaker. We're really excited for this, and uh, and I'm sure that you guys will notice some familiar things about it. <laughs> Give J.P. a round of applause. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you to uh, J.P. Leck and Elsewhere, the Elsewhere World, I guess, Productions. Would that be it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And we actually have the filmmaker here in the theater. Um, if you'll come on up and anyone else connected to the movie. Yeah. One <laughs> round of applause for J.P. Yeah. Round of applause. So that was, that was the uh, world premiere screening. It was. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you, man? That's where I get really nervous and just stare at everybody. <laughs> I'm Ditto. well, thank you. Uh, it's wonderful to be back here. Oh, yeah. For Shocktober 3. I was here for Shocktober 1 and 2. Yep. Oh, yeah. Before it was cool? Before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was into it before it was cool. Yeah. So the, the pressing question that everyone wants to know is, where did you even get a flip phone to film that scene? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, if you can't tell, uh, T-Mobile used to be my career. Uh, I should say, yes. We had to dig that out of a closet, but yes, I did find a flip phone. Very cool. Um, And separate, it's kind of different from your other movies, but you like filmed a legit action scene. Like Michael Bay would be all over that. That was really good. Um, So was that like the most challenging part of the shoot or was, what was it? It was, and we saved it for the end because I was thoroughly convinced that somebody was going to get hurt. We were going to have a trip to the emergency room. So I was like, I'm going to make sure we shoot the entire movie, do that last. That way if somebody gets their head cut off. We got most of the movie done. Nice. But it That's... was. It was, uh, it was challenging. But I should say, we didn't actually have anything choreographed until oh, the day. Really? 
the boys improvised it on the spot and did fantastically. So. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yes, for them. It's very impressive. <laughs> the, the thing that I kind of came away from is, like, I'm, I'm obviously I'm a big fan of, of your work and everything. And uh, it just seems like with each, with each film that you make in your Elsewhere World universe, it just seems like you're, you're kind of upping the ante each time. <laughs> and it's like I'm just kind of blown away by the, the – uh, the technical aspects of it, like I, I did not expect there to be such such a, uh, I didn't expect a sword fight, and it was filmed so that, that well. Was, that was a, that was the point. I wanted there to be <laughs> just this story going on, and then all of a sudden, this guy's got a couple of swords, and they go at it. it was what was the, to be very surprised. What was the inspiration behind the story? Um, well, that's kind of a large question because really, <laughs> it's only an episode in the overall universe. Because mm-hmm. I also do novels and short stories mm-hmm. and radio plays, and they all. And if while watching that you felt like you didn't really have the whole story, like there were pieces missing, that's because there were. That was just <laughs> an episode in a much bigger universe. And my hope is when everybody sees a, a short film or reads a story or whatever, they're so interested that they go to the website and check out the rest of it. And there's actually a timeline that we constantly update showing where everything happens. So you can read a book, you can read a short story, you can stop and listen to a radio play, watch a film. It's just I try to do a little bit of everything because I know not everybody likes to read. So, and I'm actually one of them. I'm, a, I'm an author that hates to read. So, so we, do, we do the radio plays. We do the How millennial. Well. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of your other movies, in the first one, uh, the novelty, you filmed part of it in a cemetery. Uh, to great effect, it was really good. Uh, and you kind of had the same theme going in the Roman. Uh, are you ever going to get sick of filming in cemeteries? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> nice. Um, and the, uh, the events, they all, they're very connected. But especially with the films, they all kind of have to do with an event of grave robbery, which we first saw in the novelty. Mm-hmm. And we picked up with that and the lantern. And now we go to it with the next film. And actually, just you know, spoiler alert, the next film next year also will have to do with the cemetery. So Nice. <laughs> cool. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like consistency. In yeah. which theater was that in? <laughs> yeah. it, was, uh, it was uh, this one, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. <laughs> we, we almost uh, we had discussed kind of half seriously doing kind of a William Castle thing where during the interview, Sam, who played Detective Alex, and uh, Caleb, who played Lucas, would actually come out and start sword fighting. While, but the Shocktober legal team was like, yeah, a theater full of people steal swords. No, we're not going to do that. What, what would have been? Oh, darn. Well, um, what, uh, what does the future hold for Elsewhere World? Can you tell us some uh, future the, projects? Uh, the next installment, um, we do, if for those unfamiliar, we do a yearly Halloween radio play that airs on WITT and WRGF. That'll be the next installment of the Elsewhere World. The times haven't come in yet, but as soon as they do, I'll put them on the website or on Facebook or whatever. Um, then after that, I'm very excited to say I actually have a short story being published in the Irvington Reader Magazine, which is a brand new short fiction publication. Oh, nice. Cool. And the editor is here tonight, <laughs> Mr. Dennis Hanley. Yes, and actually nice. that will premiere um, at the Irvington Halloween Festival Street Fair. He's going to have his own booth. I'm going to have copies of the magazine selling it also. So that's pretty exciting. And that will also be our next big event. We, too, like the uh, Circle City Ghostbusters, are going to have a booth right outside these doors for the Irvington Halloween Festival Street Fair. We're very excited about it. We'll have novels. We'll have T-shirts, which, for the podcasters at home, say, do good, fight evil, repeat, and all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff like that. I love very it. Cool. That's awesome. Nice. Nice. Really good at this. You guys remember the first shock over? And I was like, yeah, uh, yeah I make movies. And I wrote, I wrote a Do you like book. movies? <laughs> it was awesome. Hey, you're doing a great job. Yeah, yeah great job. Really well. Have you back. Yeah. Yep. And uh, why don't you tell us, uh, 
tell us once again where you can find everything Elseworld World. And also, thank you for putting that timeline up there because for me, I just yeah. I love having. I, like I that. actually myself have to consult it constantly. I'm like, <laughs> wait, does this happen before this and this and that? Right. Um, Elseworldworld.com, Simply enough, there will be links to Facebook. There will be the movies. Where I actually just uploaded the Roman onto the website. If you guys want to watch it again, the other short films are there. The radio plays are there. They're available as a free download on SoundCloud. There's also links to where you can check out the short stories and the novels on Amazon if you are so inclined. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Uh, How about another round of applause for JP Leck? And JP, thanks so much for supporting us from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And let's see. Does everyone have a ticket, by the way? All right. Right. Great. Good, because we have something incredibly cool to auction off. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have the first two novels of the Elsewhere world, uh, The Merely Mortal and The Strangely Undying. Awesome. Uh, and with that, you have a very cool uh, framed stage entrance sign uh, that's signed by JP. A prop from the movie? Yeah, prop from the movie. Oh, actually, um, Signed by JP and members of the cast and crew. Very, very cool. So uh, make sure you check your tickets. You don't want to miss this one. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and pick one at random. <laughs> Toss that salad. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> All right. All right, so this one is 2487410. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Hey, a Ghostbuster. Great. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> so there you go. All right, yeah, okay. round of applause. And I think we're going to do one more raffle before we... Uh, Screen the next short. What's this one? Uh, the gift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We have a gift card to Indie Cycle Specialist, which is right here in Irvington, as well as a DVD of Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, which a is one. a freaking awesome movie. Oh, yeah. Very good It's one. very... Uh, I, I love it. All right. The winning ticket is 248-7407. All right. Come on up. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> hey, it's our friend Tony. Yeah. This seems fixed. There you go, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Round of applause for Tony. <laughs> All right. So our next shorts, we're actually going to double up and show two back to back. They're both from the 48-Hour Film Project. And uh, very excited for these. It's Vindicta and Bobby. And uh, we're going to go ahead and show those now. Awesome. Who's involved in those two? It's uh, the team from uh, the Circle City Ghostbusters and Dharma um, Dharma team. Dharma yeah. team. Yeah. Right. Team Dharma. I was close. <laughs> is that a hashtag? <laughs> it is now. All right. It's like the, uh, the Twilight franchise, Team Dharma. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We didn't get any from Team Greg, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> wow, were those badass or what? Awesome. All right, how about a round of applause for Team Dharma? And we'll be having them up, right? Yeah, if uh, you guys from the film can come up, we'll talk to you about uh, both Bobby and uh, Vindicta. Hand of applause for Mark. How's it going? All right, great. First of all, congratulations. Great work on, on the both shorts. And uh, 
why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about 48 Hour Film uh, film Project for the people who aren't aware of, of what it is and uh, how it came to be that you uh, made these shorts. Okay, so um, Indianapolis 48 Hour Film Challenge is um, you have two days to make a film. You don't know what your genre is going to be beforehand. Um, they hand out your genre, and then three elements that you have to use within the film. So usually it's a line of dialogue, a prop, and... Um, An actor? Spacing on the, on the third one. And a, a character. character. Bobby. But, yeah. So, <laughs> so in, in the first one, the prop was a hairbrush. Um, the character was an inventor, and we chose the guy to be the inventor of the dogbrella. <laughs> kind of genius yeah. oh yeah <laughs> and then um, the line was oh really tell me more mm. nice yeah. and then in, um, in Vindicta in the first one the prop was the, the tomato the line was and voila and then the character was um, Francis an architect very cool oh yeah and uh, I saw them, uh, Vindicta at the Indie Film Fest um, and at their 48-hour film project. And I was just kind of blown away with how clever it was, uh, the way that you introduced um, or in, included the parameters into the short film. Because um, it's just like the idea of the character being an architect and then just saying, like, you're the architect of... Like, that. using that, that's just really clever to me. And I, I thought that was really... I appreciate that. ...really well done. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't want to go literal... Mm-hmm. on it you know we wanted to try something different and I, I can't remember who came up with that but mm-hmm. like yeah that's how it's going to be and uh, what was the how do you feel about the challenge of creating uh, a short film in, in 48 hours uh, compared to you know having the having the free time to or having the time to really expand on an, on an idea and um, have it develop and everything well one of the one of the great things about the 48 is if you, you get a group of people you know you're going to make a movie versus doing it on your own and like people don't show up. Or, I've got something you know. this weekend. Yeah. So um, I, I like it because it's a challenge. Um, you know, there's the brainstorming session and you got to figure out everything and it's a time crunch and those two days go by so fast. Um, did you stay up the whole time? We did uh, the first couple of years. We did like 18-hour day. Wow. And then on, Vin- on Vindicta, we did a 14-hour edit. Wow. 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 That is awesome. Yeah. And that and was a, a lot of that was Mike who who did the announcement that had all the uh, <laughs> feedback going on. King Ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> he he is a phenomenal editor and he did all the sound design on that so it turned out yeah. What an awesome job. Those are two great films. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Bobby specifically is going to haunt my dreams. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah. We, we, had a, we had a lot of fun on Bobby. Mm. Uh, Vindicta was more of an exercise for me and kind mm-hmm. of like um, – cinematography and kind of sequencing shots together mm-hmm. you know obvi- obviously the the ending kind of fell flat because that's the last thing that we kind of really didn't even get to mm-hmm. but you don't have a choice you just have to throw it together right yeah we mm-hmm. we, we kind of mixed it mixed the audio up in the ending because it was not what we were going to originally do um but you know it, I, I i think it felt good but the ending out to me wasn't very good the uh, actor who played the clown is not one of those crazy people stalking around the country right now, is it? That, that was my wife. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> is she a crazy person stalking around the country? 
She, she does all the costume and, and makeup. Very cool. Nice. She did an incredible job. Oh, yeah. Very They're impressive. Creepy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> especially with the time frame. Like, that's just, that's really incredible work. Thank you. Uh, and what do you guys have coming up next? Uh, what's what's next for you guys? Um, we're currently working on, um, I don't know if it's going to be an Indiegogo or a GoFundMe, but it's um, a, a trailer format to, to hopefully get funding for a feature. Um, nice. The film is called The Red Witch, and it's a fairy tale, a, a very dark fairy tale. Nice. When is That's that? Uh, is there a time frame for that? When does it end? Or like when will it be out and available? Um, we, we're trying to we're trying to wrap up filming by maybe the first or second week of November. Oh, um, nice. So then, I mean, it might not it might not make it to GoFundMe or Indiegogo until maybe spring. Okay, great, cool. That's awesome. Uh, and where can we find uh, your work online and everything? Um, Mike is the one that has all of my stuff on his YouTube <laughs> <Sure>. channel. So <laughs> right. he, he edits everything, like he has it on his. Mm. So it's it's Mike Culver YouTube channel, I guess, is where you can find everything. Great, Mike Culver Ghostbuster in Google. Yeah, find him. <laughs> Should Good be deal. able to find him. Cool Good deal. There you go. Well, thanks so much well, for coming yeah. out and supporting. Thanks you. for having us. Oh yeah, awesome job. Awesome Just amazing. Job. Round of applause. <laughs> Two prizes. Two prizes. Two prizes. What are we handing out first? All right, let's, let's set this see. thing up first. With the collector, collector. Yes. Are you keeping All that right. one for yourself, Tiny? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so what we have here is a DVD of the film The Collector, which I'm personally a big fan of. It's uh, it's such <laughs> the the way I would describe it for those who haven't seen it. It's like Home Alone. If Kevin McAllister grew up to become a crazy psycho killer, um, there's <laughs> there's a lot of like booby traps in a house. It's it's very it's very cool. The protagonist is a good antihero. It's I really like it. Yeah. That is the most perverse description of a film I've ever heard. Uh, and it also comes along with uh, two uh, tickets or vouchers for tickets mm-hmm. to the uh, 2016 Heartland Film Festival. Yep. Oh, yeah, which is going to be, I believe, October 20th to October 30th um, at the AMC Castleton Theater as well as uh, Traders Point, which, uh, quick plug for us, if you were to buy tickets online for the Heartland Film Festival, you get $3 off the regular price, and if you use the promo code OBSESS16, uh, we get a couple bucks back um, donated to us from Heartland. So, And you can always ask, are the obsessive viewer guys going to be here? Why, yeah, aren't they, oh, yeah. why, not, why don't they have a booth? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So here we go. I'm going to pick one, as I've stated before. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The ticket number is 2487396. All right. All right. We got a winner. You get the Macaulay Culkin movie, Turn to Crime. (laughs) Thanks for coming out. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, the second one that you are giving out is... I think we're going to do The Shining. The Shining. Yeah. All right. Little known film, <laughs> The Shining. Maybe you've heard of it. Old indie movie. <laughs> All right. So we have a DVD of The Shining as, along with another two-ticket voucher for Heartland Film Festival. Did you put a business card on the back? <laughs> oh, Greg, I put two business cards on the back. <laughs> 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 You're like All the right. Trump of podcasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, the winning ticket is two four eight seven four zero one. 
7401 for a Shining uh, DVD. And some, all right. We got all right. Coming down. Down. Someone coming down? Somebody? Winter, winter chicken dinner? <laughs> <laughs> all right. There all we right. go. Nice. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you coming out. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I love the shirt. It's yeah. Stark Industries, Stark Racing. I love yeah. It. Very cool. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, what right. uh, set up what's next? Yeah, we're going to screen another short. This is uh, the first ever short film from the Nerds You're Looking For podcast. Uh, good friends of ours. We're really excited to share this one. It's called Date Night of the Living Dead. And uh, we're going to go ahead and screen that now. Did right. you star in this? No, I I was not. I did not appear in this one. Okay, <laughs> that was so funny. All right, oh, yeah, nice job. Oh yeah. yeah, great job. So we have one of the filmmakers here tonight. Let's Give a round of applause to uh, Pat Coon. Pat Coon. <laughs> awesome job, man. <laughs> great job. <laughs> How you doing, man? All right. Yeah. Glad that's over now. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how do you think it went? <laughs> Probably the best you could expect. <laughs> it was really funny. Did you uh, did you did you terrify your neighbors by having a guy walking around with a rifle? That was actually at a public park. <laughs> oh. We had to like shoot it way back because there was just like kids walking around. Oh so that was wow. that was awkward. We had to like wrap it in a beach towel to walk back there. So part of your budget was bail money. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. You put a beach towel around a rifle at a public park with kids yep. in it? <laughs> sure did. Ballsy. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, Pat, we go we go way back. Yep. Um, I uh, I met you at college at USI yep. through, uh, through Mike, our co-host is on sabbatical from the podcast. Um, I'm required to say that every episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, why don't you tell us what the inspiration for Date Night of the Living Dead was? Well, this being our first time trying to do a short film, we knew we weren't going to be able to make it look awesome. We, we knew we weren't going to have the technical skill to make it scary. And I, I do stand-up, I dabble in stand-up, so I was like, you know what, let's just make it fun. Let's just make it campy and just fun and, and try to make it as funny as possible. So that was, that was kind of our goal. And at the time when we were kicking around some ideas, we had like these really lofty expectations for it. And I happened to be re-watching The O.C. with my wife at the time, which is kind of embarrassing to admit. What are you talking about? Sandy Cohen is a parenting legend. <laughs> and I, uh, I remember watching that when I was uh, in high school, and I'm a huge nerd, so Seth Cohen was like, I related to him. Because mm-hmm. it was like the first person I knew that was cool, well, not really cool in the show, but uh, on TV that talked about the stuff that I was interested in. So I always related to that character, and then we were rewatching it, and as an adult, I realized he's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I want to make a character that. Like what, how I see Seth Cohen as a grown-up, I want to make that character, and that was Tyler, my co-host on the podcast. That was kind of his character was the Seth Cohen character. Nice. That is an it- – Fascinating way to come up with a character. <laughs> That's a weird link. The arrogant yeah. prick Seth Cohen yeah. version. <laughs> exactly. And, the, and I just want to point out, you said rewatching the OC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meaning watched again. Yes. Interesting. I saw it, and I was like, I thought in my brain, yeah, let's rewatch that. <laughs> let's experience that again. Uh, 
Did you get more out of it on the rewatch? <laughs> no, I think we got through the first season. I was like, ah, <laughs> show. <laughs> Marissa nice. Cooper was literally the worst. She was. Oh, oh yeah. Awful I mean, bitch. They, they would get her in situations where she was like, her, it was life threatening, and I was rooting for the other people. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't want to see this crazy bitch. And <laughs> remember the lady that managed that, uh, what was it, like the, the crab shack or whatever? The play, she was like 16 years old and emancipated and lived in a you know beachside villa. Yeah. This is the <laughs> longest anyone's ever talked about the OC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, well, it's funny that's you were inspired by the OC. That's random, but there's a lot of other spoofs and references to other things. Uh, I picked up on some um, Kevin Smith stuff in there. I think how many how many spoofs did you squeeze into this little movie? Uh, well, Kevin Smith is a pretty big inspiration for both of us. Uh, not just filmmaking, but just as a person, he kind of just does whatever he wants to do. And that's kind of how I try to live my life, too. We started the podcast. I always, I always said to myself, like, I never wanted to, to not do something out of fear. And for the longest time, we didn't do the podcast because I was afraid that it wasn't going to be good. And then we finally did it, and I loved doing it. And I did the same thing with stand-up. For the longest time, my dad got me into stand-up. And for the longest time, I was just like, I could never do that. And then finally, after we did the podcast, I was like, you know what? F- that. I'm going to do that. And <laughs> nice. I was really good at it. Well, not right away, but uh, <laughs> the first couple of times were pretty awkward. But uh, I still do it, and I, I love doing it. I actually occasionally get paid to do it, which is still weird nice. to me. And so <laughs> when we were thinking about doing this, I was like, you know what? I'm scared to death. I was thought I was going to throw up before you showed it. But uh, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do it. And that's kind of what he says. As long as mm-hmm. it makes you happy and you're not hurting anybody, just mm-hmm. go for it. So Nice. Um, and I mean – his first couple of movies, all he really did was set the camera down and let people talk, and that's kind of what we did here. So cool. I could definitely see a lot of the inspiration for like the way that the shots were, like you said, just static and yeah, like, because we where... didn't know what we were doing, <laughs> <laughs> so we just set it on a tripod. And... Nice. Well, it's a great way to learn, yeah. um, but no, I thought it was great. And you said that you dabble in stand up, and I think that's selling it a little short. Like you, you do it quite a bit, and you've yeah. actually been hosting shows down in Evansville. Is that correct yes, or emceeing? Yeah, I was hosting. Um, I'm getting. Uh, I'm doing a hosting gig in French Lick uh, in nice. a couple of months, so I'm looking forward to that. Very nice. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience here about about the nerds you're looking for, and also like just the amount of content you guys put out, both um, podcast wise, YouTube wise, and plus you have your stand up and everything, and now you're dabbling into filmmaking. It's like, it's like insane like i have two podcasts and i'm like i'm i'm drowning um. yeah I, I don't get much sleep i think uh i think the last couple of days trying to get this out i think i might have gotten like 10 hours of sleep over the course of three <laughs> three days it was uh wow. it was i was wow. a wreck nice Jeez. but uh yeah uh we have a, a weekly nerd culture podcast that looking for. and uh we basically just talk about whatever we want to we kind of break it up in segments um but we we review a lot of stuff like tv and movies and then we do some youtube stuff a lot of let's plays we're both big gamers and so we like to do a lot of let's plays and yeah nice and where can you find all of your all of your stuff uh uh, we have a website, thenerdspodcast.com. I forgot mm-hmm. the, U- the URL. I only <laughs> say it like a million times. But, right. uh, I forgot it briefly. And then the uh, YouTube channel is just the nerds you're looking for. Great. How did and, you and Tyler get hooked up? Uh, well, we haven't hooked up yet. <laughs> got my fingers crossed there. Did you armpit dive? <laughs> <laughs> and now, uh, 
I met him at work. I work. I used to. We used to work at Target. Well, I guess he still does, but uh, we worked at Target together, and that's how we met. And had similar interests. And then, how? What was sort of the process like for putting this together? Like, was this something that you had both? Whose like brainchild was this? Um. Well, I mean, I guess it. I mean, I, I came up with the idea, and then I wrote the screenplay. And there you go. Throw him under the bus while he's not here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then I, I originally wrote it, and I was like, well, this is a first draft. We'll bounce ideas off of each other. And he was like, nah, that's good. We'll just go with it. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, okay. And then we tried to – we don't know any actors, so we were like, well, uh, well, we'll just be in it. And I think I like the idea of me acting more than I like actually acting. So I'm really, really bad. <laughs> like, we noticed. I couldn't it's even, endearing, though. It's endearing. I'm kidding. You know, I job. wrote the lines, and I couldn't remember the lines. <laughs> it almost felt like you were trolling in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, at first, I was like, oh, I'm just going to be into it. And then I realized, like, after the first shot, I was like, I'm really bad. Like, <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> but I figured uh, if this was the only time I was ever going to do it, I was going to be in it. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I wrote the screenplay. And then we just kind of went back and forth as far as the directing. Uh, my wife had to do some directing, but uh, that was just m- my stuff. Was so, the, yeah. was, is the armpit dive something you two have ever planned out or had a discussion about prior to putting it in the film? <laughs> no, I actually I had the idea, and I didn't know quite what to call it. And so I just went with it. And I was like, ah, I bet he'll figure out a, a different name for it, a better, cleverer name for it. And he's like, nah, let's just go with that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's stupid, but the whole thing is stupid. So I'm seeing a running it. theme here with Tyler's input. Here. <laughs> <laughs> he made me put his name up there. How did he help you? He oh, really let's just do it. Out. <laughs> it does. You do need that. Isn't it funny though? How you, there's one that takes all the planning, and you're neurotic, and yeah. your anxiety, there's, yeah, and you I'm don't want of, to do I'm it. Kind of a control freak. So yeah, and then he's just like, ah, we'll figure it out. You roll with it. I so, think when he when he says we'll figure it out, he means you'll just figure it out. Gotcha. <laughs> He's sort of the leap, the push, yeah. the push off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> and while we are throwing him under the bus, why couldn't he not make it up here? Work. <laughs> ah, work at Target. Sure. Yeah, at Target. Nice. <laughs> A likely story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you knew Matt in college. Yes. What was Matt hurt like at college oh, as a no. freshman at USI? Uh, <clears throat> He's actually kind of come out of his shell a little bit. Yeah. A little so, bit, yeah. <laughs> a more awkward version of this person. Wow. <laughs> like, it's awkward. Like, I'm awkward right now, as you can see. And then it's dialed up about probably double the, back then. Yeah. yeah. That mm-hmm. was, that was a lot uh, of women I at the door. I with Matt because I felt like I was cool around Matt. <laughs> 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 that would be a special kind of awkward to make me look cool. <laughs> And that is saying a lot. Um, so, yeah. So, what was the most challenging part, besides the acting, um, of making this short film? Just putting it all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we it was over the course of a couple of weeks. We got, whenever we could, we got the shots. And then just the last, like, two weeks of me stressing out and trying to put it all together. Because, like I said, I mean, we do YouTube stuff, but YouTube is nothing compared to mm-hmm. to, to, to this. So, it was, it was stressing me out a lot. And, but, I mean, we got it all taken care of, and I guess you guys liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It was really, really funny. It was, was there some Shaun of the Dead inspiration at all? Uh, I mean, we, we took a lot of things. <laughs> can, uh, can we expect a sequel, like maybe Wedding Day of the Living Dead? <laughs> Between me and Tyler? <laughs> yeah. Not in Indiana. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Uh, so what's next for the nerds you're looking for? Stand-up, YouTube, 
everything that you do. Well, we, we kind of took a, a little bit of a break this week because mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it trying to put this together. Mm-hmm. But um, we're actually, I'm, I'm driving back tonight. We're going to be recording our The Accountant Review, which I don't nice. see it going to be a very good movie. <laughs> but we're going to do it anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what would possibly give you that idea? <laughs> ben Affleck acting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. Harsh. <laughs> I saw Paycheck. It was really good. <laughs> well, we've but, got uh, a surprise for you. Ben Affleck is right here. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll be releasing that Monday. We release episodes every Monday. So. Nice. Yeah. Great. Cool. Well, um, let's see. Well, thank you so much for, awesome. uh, you know, Making the film and, and premiering it here, and uh, yeah, congratulations because it's a big yeah. deal to put you know your first leap was, into it, it put your soul right, out there, yeah. and you did a really good job, you Thank and Tyler. You. Oh, well yeah. done. Oh yeah. So round of applause. For round of applause. applause. Yeah. <laughs> Want to raffle some stuff? All off? right. Yeah, I think we're gonna triple up the raffling. Is okay. that a word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> What's the first one we're going to give away? Let's see. I think we're going to go with this. Which is? It is a DVD of Trick or Treat. Um, Trick or Treat, because it's just an R. Um, this movie <laughs> is freaking fantastic. Like, this is this is kind of apt with our closing short film that we're going to show, because this is a movie that represents... So much to me, the atmosphere of the Halloween season and in the fall season. Like, there are certain horror movies that transcend the horror genre to become more about the holiday that they're that they're you know uh, representing. And uh, Trick or Treat is like the perfect Halloween type of movie. It's the best one since um, the best like Halloween atmosphere movie since. Halloween, the original, which is like the quintessential Halloween movie, obviously. Um, so it's, no it's, ironic, or no, no, nothing ironic about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, and, and Trick or Treat's an anthology film with several different uh, storylines that all kind of intertwine uh, with each other. It's fantastic, and you get some cool gift cards on the, or um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, business cards on the back, and we're also those are be, really cool. They are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> does it does it have a barcode they can scan and go directly to your dating profile? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and also, and we're also going to be giving away uh, two more vouchers to two uh, tickets to Heartland Film Festival. Oh yeah! So I'm going to stop doing that, yeah. and I'm going to pick one. Have you guys <laughs> noticed that you both look at the bowl every time you draw? Oh yeah! This seems totally fixed. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> All right, then ticket number is 2487375. All right. Nice. <laughs> the greatest Halloween movie since Halloween. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you for coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on your new business cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. I've never seen that tactic before, handing out business cards while giving away gifts. Yeah, we invented it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swag. Let's so, see. Uh, what's next, Matt? Um, I think we're going to give away another copy of The Shining. All right. Um, yeah. And also, this comes with a $10 gift card to Giacomo Pizza. Oh, yeah. Nice. All <laughs> right. Our winning ticket is 2487 377. 377. For pizza and a movie. Got it? All right. All right. Come on down. Here you are, sir. Thank you for coming out and supporting. Thank you so much. Go Cardinals. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, what else? Uh, so that was, we've given out two. We've got three left, right? Yeah, we've got left three left prizes. a bunch of business cards. A bunch of business cards. Or not business cards, but gift cards. Gift cards. Yeah. I know you, you really just want to like, you know, that's not necessarily a gift. <laughs> How about a uh, $10 gift certificate to Blackacre Brewing right down yeah. the street? Anybody oh, a yeah. fan? Good stuff. Oh, yeah. And you can go after because I think it's $5 pint night. Nice. Cool. Greg, do you want to pick this one? Yeah, I'll, I will not look. Okay. <laughs> so that way you're not just giving it out to all your closest friends. The fix is not in on this one. <laughs> all right. It is 2487384. Hey, Seven, three, all right. There we all go. Right. <laughs> go get a couple of pints on us. Have a nice drive home. There we go. Thank you very much. Thanks please, for coming out. Please man. drink responsibly. <laughs> get those high alcohol content beers. Yeah. I saw an awesome post of someone saying that someone should make an um, alcoholic beverage and just name it responsi- uh, responsibly so that it's just free advertising. Um, <laughs> nice. So that would be awesome. <laughs> like drink responsibly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Should we give away the legend ones sure. next? Um, and then yeah, we'll give away the legends yeah. and then we'll go to the next film. Yep. All right. We have... Uh, should we do... Yeah, we'll draw two. Yeah. All right. So th- uh, these are two gift certificates to the Legend Cafe. Has mm-hmm. anyone been here and here been uh, to that restaurant yet? The Legend? That place is the best. Seriously. Oh, it's, it's... Very good. It's right. legendary. Oh, yeah. and you're See? on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is also the... <laughs> thank you for laughing, Tiny. Oh, boy. And someone Alex, had, someone had to. Someone had to. I don't... I'm just going to let it be paused for a minute. Thank you. All right. Okay. Yeah, appreciate you. that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the winning ticket is 248-7368 for the first gift certificate to the Legend Cafe. Nice. Hey, she laughed and she got Oh, yeah. It was worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. It's karma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming out. I like your sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're just loaning out sweatshirts to random women? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> All right, and the next ticket for the Legend Cafe gift certificate goes to 248-7366. Oh, I heard it, that's me. All right. Have you been, are you one of the people that have been there? Oh, you are in for oh, a treat. That's fantastic. Yep, what is well, that one you. burger that's... The Ellen Burger the is Ellen very burger. good. Go. I highly recommend nice. it. It's fantastic. I uh, like the park up here. Not the lesbian... <laughs> co- uh. Dear God, Greg. Is that bad? Oh, Wow. <laughs> You sure you didn't have to officiate a wedding today? You said it's about television. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have one more short film, and then we're going to raffle off the rest of the prizes. And I think we may have the directors come up for a quick Q&A session. Uh, but the next one that we have, our last film of the night, is called Princess. It's from Witching Season Films, uh, which is a great YouTube um, YouTube anthology series. Like They have short films of uh, horror variety. Again, this is another great... Um, indicator of or great representation of the Halloween season on film, um, and it's something that when I when I was watching it, it wasn't something that I knew that I was starving for so much because I've always thought like, okay, well, Halloween, the original movie, um, that's a great representation of the season, and I didn't know that I wanted so much more from like uh, representing the Halloween season and the witching season does that perfectly. Uh, they're about to release their fourth short, um, here, I think at the end of this month, I believe, um, it's going to be called, uh, they live inside us. And, uh, yeah, you can find that at witching And I think I may have them on the podcast, uh, for a special interview. They're not here tonight, but, um, I think we're going to have a nice interview with them. So we're going to go ahead and roll princess and, uh, 
Enjoy. Enjoy. And do you want to tell everyone a little bit about that show or that film? What's that? Uh, they could not be here tonight, correct? They couldn't. They're actually from uh, a ways away. <laughs> it's Utah, I don't know. right? Yeah, I, th- I don't think they're actually local to here. Um, yeah, so they're. I think they're from Utah. I think. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so that's that's Princess. That's from Witching Season Films, which you can find at witchingseasonfilms.com. And they also have a few other shorts available on their YouTube uh, channel. There's uh, uh, Princess. There's one uh, that's a, kind of a nice send-up on the slasher genre. Um, it's, it has some unexpected twists to it. And uh, another one that's about alien invasions that I chose not to screen at this one because I know that it would it would have given Tiny some nightmares. Yep. Hard and, to uh, Yep. Mm-hmm. This man is afraid of E.T. Is that correct? Uh, why'd you have to bring that up? I just wanted to just put you on the spot here. It's already on the podcast and you're making me say it in public now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, for whatever reason, E.T., the delightful uh, children's film from Steven Spielberg, scared the crap out of me as a child, <laughs> had a recurring nightmare that he chased me. So, yep. I'm a grown man now. Yeah. Was he fast? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I had that same experience with Chucky. Like, I, to this day, I can't look at a Chucky doll. At least that's respectable. I mean, <laughs> yours was a murderous doll. Mine was a cute little alien. Maybe. We never know. That's, that's true. He could yeah. be coming back at any time. Thank you. Maybe with the <laughs> maybe with the phone home, you were just worried about the, the phone bill, maybe? That's the only thing I can... No, think. Matt. No? No. It was a scary alien. Anyway, so. Anyways, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have some more uh, gifts to give away, uh, more business cards and gift cards and DVDs. <laughs> and uh, so let's see, what shall we lead off with? Should we go with uh, James Dan? Yeah, who, uh, James Dan is a men's clothing store, so um, right down here on Irvington, that has been open about two years. And so, we, uh, if it's a woman and she doesn't want it, can we offer her the option to pick another one? We can switch it out with black sheep gifts. Okay. If, if so, if you so choose. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm get, not going to look at it because I don't want to. No, I'm just you saying. Know, you don't know. want to <laughs> sketch. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, seems a little rapey. I mean, on the tw- <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> All right. The ticket number, um, as that my face is beat red, is uh, two four eight seven. Three five eight. All right. I heard a gas. Be a guy. You got it. Awesome. Did you just assume his gender? <laughs> no. I want him to enjoy the gift card. You look familiar. Oh yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brother Raymond. Hi Ray. <laughs> Nobody loves him. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause for Matt's brother. Round of applause for Ray. <laughs> for Ray. He helped. He didn't win a DVD this year. Uh, the past two years, he won the, uh, what was it, the Walking Dead Blu-ray that we gave away? Um, two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up, we are going to raffle off this nice uh, 25th anniversary DVD of Carrie. Oh, yeah. The original uh, Brian De Palma film based on the Stephen King novel, which... I am such a fan of Stephen King. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, and, and Carrie, is, Carrie is a really good movie. I, I, I'm I, just so, with, with Stephen King adaptations, I'm so in love with the source material that I can't really, I can't really differentiate between it. So I kind of have a, 
a weird habit of reading a Stephen King novel and then seeing the adaptation, which is never a good idea because, yeah, filmmakers take some artistic license and I can't, I can't handle it. But um, still, it's a, it's a fantastic movie in its own right. Um, uh, if you can divorce yourself from the source material, and we're also going to be giving away. A that sounded so like. Well, I liked the book better. It did, well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's also his first novel too, so it's it's a little. The novel itself is pretty rough, but um, but yeah, who doesn't love seeing people like covered in blood? It's awesome. Oh, uh, so the gift card that we're giving away is for Black Sheep Gifts, which is here in Irvington. And uh, let's see, Tiny, do you want to yep. grab this one? All right. So the winner is Beyonce. winner is two four eight seven four zero nine four zero nine four zero nine. We got a winner. All right, come Someone's down. Come on up. down. All right. Thanks for coming out. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Like the hat? Yeah. <laughs> awesome outfit. All right. All right. We have a couple kind of kind of. Big ones here. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Blu-ray first. This is a Blu-ray of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah. The uh, latest film. Well, it's not really a sequel to uh, Cloverfield or anything, but it is a spirited sequel. They're kind of presenting it as an anthology. The Cloverfield brand is an anthology. That's how I um, take with it. Um, that's not a, that's not a phrase. Um, <laughs> that's how I rationalize it. But it's a really great suspenseful movie. John Goodman, man, how great was he in this movie? Yeah, awesome. So good. How, so how good. great is he in every movie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. West Wing. <laughs> oh yeah. West Wing. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and along with this is a uh, two ticket vouchers to Heartland Film Festival. Cool. Which cool. I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, reiterate that if you buy tickets to Heartland. And when is that again? It is, like, I think, October 20th to the 30th. And you said it's both the, it's Castleton and Traders Point, AMC? Yeah, Castleton and Traders Point. At Castleton, they have a um, uh, a really cool, like, outdoor, like, tent area for, for their, like, uh, after-party stuff. It's it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'll be there pretty much every day, um, it, unless I get called for jury duty that week, which oh, yeah. I am due for that, but... Oh, fun. Anyway, Yeah. <laughs> And I also have PTO for PTO for it already, so I can't get jury duty money oh, reimbursed. Man. Anyway, um, <laughs> white people probs. The, <laughs> <laughs> it's what I get for registering to vote. <laughs> um, <laughs> the winner of this ticket of this of this prize is two four eight seven three five zero. All right, we got it. Okay. I hear some claps. Come on down. <laughs> Now there's definitely going to be some. Oh my call god! This of... is such an inside job. This is his brother's <laughs> yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Congratulations! Awesome. She gets the Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. How's oh, that yeah. work out? <laughs> she gets the Blu-ray and the human ray. Hey, uh, yeah. Matt. See, I got, I, there were a few laughs. I'm, I will add that in post that for the podcast. <laughs> and instantaneous too. <laughs> That's how I roll. So the final raffle prize that we're giving away today is a complete DVD collection of the Saw franchise. And this franchise... Do you, Tiny, do you want to speak to this a little bit? How many of these have you seen? Uh, I've seen all of them. All of them? Um, really? Yeah. I think the first one's pretty revolutionary, and it's a really mm-hmm. great movie. I think it holds up really well. It's awesome. And I think uh, from there, they just kind of went downhill, and it became all about the gore and mm-hmm. torture and had a little substance in my book. So. Yeah. But at the same time, 
if you're into gore and torture porn, it's <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they're they're they definitely uh, they definitely have a lot of merit, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a cool franchise, I think. There is some imagery in the third one specifically that I will never get out of my brain. As oh, just yep. it's it's disturbing. There's it's a lot very of that. disturbing. And now um, a lucky winner will get to enjoy yeah. that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Along with this is our final two vouch- two ticket voucher for Heartland Film Festival. And uh, I think I, I don't think I mentioned uh, said this before. Or I think I got cut off. But um, Obsessed 16, promo code for uh, us to get some money if you choose to buy tickets to Heartland. So anyway, um, I will go ahead and raffle off. Hopefully no one I'm related to wins. Is there anyone left? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The winner for the Saw Complete Movie DVD is 2487348. Come on down. Awesome. Are you excited to see some torture porn? I am. Absolutely. All right. (laughs) Only way to watch torture porn. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for coming out. (laughs) Yeah, I told you. This has not been rigged in any way. (laughs) (laughs) I just gave him assurances. Um, So I think we're going to kind of kind of wind down the evening with a quick Q&A with the filmmakers that are still here. Yeah, we still got if we could have the filmmakers come back up, you guys wouldn't mind. Reintroduce yourselves, refamiliarize everyone with uh, where you where they can find your work. One of you can have this seat because I'm going to actually take the microphone and anyone that has questions out in the crowd, I will come to you and you are free to ask uh, any of the filmmakers. Mm And as we're getting prepared and everything, I just want to say that uh, Indie Film Fest has a roving cinema uh, screening of a, the 20th anniversary screening of the movie Scream on October 29th. And uh, I'm really excited for it because Scream is like one of those movies that defined my love of movies at a very young age when I was too young to have seen it. Um, <laughs> And it's just, it's really exciting to be able to see that on the big screen. So you can check that out at uh, Indie Film Fest. There's, there's an event page for it. I'll put um, the links online on obsessiveviewer.com uh, and at the Obsessive Viewer social media pages. All right. We'll have everybody do a little brief uh, intro, yeah. and then we will do the Q&A. Yeah. JP, would you like to start? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> guess I'm, I could introduce uh, him. JP Leck. You saw my movie, The Roman, just a few minutes ago. Um, a Scorpio and enjoy long walks on the beach. <laughs> That's a lie. I'm not a Scorpio. All right. <laughs> I am Mark Rose, and I did Vindicta and Bobby for the 48-hour film fest here in Indy. Great. And Pat? Patrick Coon. I did uh, Date Night of the Living Dead. We're the Ghostbusters. In case everybody forgot. Nick. (laughs) And Jacob. Nick and Jacob. Great. So we're going to open the floor for questions. Anyone have any questions for the filmmakers? Anyone out there interested in the creative process or how you could maybe even get started in doing filmmaking here in Indy? Mm -hmm. Live crowd. Good deal. Does anyone have any questions about bringing a firearm into a park? (laughs) (laughs) What about prop making or special effects or anything? Ghost busting. (laughs) All right, we got one. Yeah. All right, great. Everybody loves a sympathy question. <laughs> I guess my oh, my question is, um, how do you decide what order to film um, your the movie? That is a great question. Anyone want to take it? 
Mark likes to film out of order. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's what... I guess I prioritize it by, especially in a 48-hour film uh, challenge, what is absolutely necessary for the story has to, has to be filmed first. Um, and then it's, you know, after that, it's kind of just... If you're shooting exterior shots on something, you got to plan around weather, which is always a pain. Um, high production shots, um, you want to get those out of the way. Um, that's about all I have on that. Somebody else <laughs> wants to go. Anyone else have any uh, answers to that? Um, I would say that I do my best to film chronologically, actually. And I think that's probably why I... Started with actual storytelling, like short stories and novels and that kind of thing, which, of course, you want to tell in order. So I think that translates to my actual filmmaking. Nice. Is, do you find that as, like, a uh, creative... Does that does that get your creative, like, juices going better than, than doing it out of sequence? Or is it um, um, something that's is just it inherent? It just helps to you... actually do it, like, the actual okay. execution of it. That way you know what you've done, so you just kind of keep mm-hmm. it in order. Nice. Nice. All right. And uh, how about you guys? Anything? Yes, have some. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. anyone else? Uh, oh, right here. Great. Uh, yeah, this is for the gentlemen who um, have different sources of, like, media telling. How do you kind of um, get your creative juices going from, like, writing and then to movie telling and or YouTube in some cases? Like, what kind of mental process is between differing between the different sources? Should I go first? Mm-hmm. Um, me, personally, I find that doing the different modes of storytelling actually helps the other. Like, you work on a novel and it's just you sitting alone in front of a computer, but then when you go to a movie, it's much more collaborative. You get lots of other people, they have input, and it's just, you kind of come together as a group effort. Same thing with the radio plays that we also do. It's kind of more of a group effort as opposed to just me sitting at the computer. So I think that doing all or even, you know, multiple kinds, just they really kind of complement the other. Like, I think I'm a better novelist because I make movies and vice versa and that kind of thing. Nice. Pat, do you have anything on that? Well, I I like to stay busy. I, I think I kind of go crazy if I'm not doing like a hundred things at a, at a time. So I, I just, when we started the podcast, it was just, that was just my creative outlet. And then we, we found that we were good at it and we kind of wanted to do an offshoot. So with the YouTube channel, it was just basically the stuff that we don't get to do on the podcast. We do on the YouTube channel. So it's kind of, it's very similar, but, um, and then with the movie, I just drew a bunch of inspiration from a bunch of stuff that I like, mostly Kevin Smith and Night of the Living Dead, which I'm obsessed with. A lot of the stuff, the trivia of the movie is just <laughs> stuff that I know because I'm weird about that movie. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And it's worth mentioning that at the – I don't remember if I mentioned this before, but at the first October in Irvington, we screened Night of the Living Dead specifically because it is public domain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I liked that little reminder. In there. <laughs> and we charged for it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Any other questions Any for other the filmmakers? Oh, I got one over there. Nope. One in the back. Awesome. Hey, guys. Long-time viewer. Uh, first-time questioner. Um, <laughs> I've actually got questions for two of the different groups. First, uh, for the Roman. Was that Crown Hill Cemetery? Yes, sir. 
All right. Crown excellent. Hill plus a couple of shots done at the cemetery down the street from my house. Yes. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and for the Ghostbusters, did you bring any ecto cooler this time? No. <sighs> I'm done. The Irvington Street Fair? Nice. At the Halloween Festival? Great. All right. Any more audience questions? <clears throat> so during the creative process of doing the screenplay and writing characters and everything, do you have a specific actor in mind that you think of while you're writing the character? Or um, do you just like, hey, Cousin Eric, can you come over and do this on Tuesday? <laughs> Great question. Should I start? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's the latter. It's uh, you call what friends and family that you can actually coerce into sword fighting in an old <laughs> theater, and that's kind of where you go from there. Nice. And uh, for for the uh, for <laughs> I was just going to ask for the forty eight hour film project. Is that do you have a harder time finding people for that? Um, like talking them into such a uh, intensive process, creative process, in such a significant or shortened amount of time. Well. We've uh, Team Dharma's been working together for I think three years now. Oh, nice. Um, but you know, like this year, Mike, the guy that had the bad feedback on the microphone, <laughs> um, asked Nick to come aboard, and Nick handled all the kind of like special effects, blood, gore kind of stuff. I play big ass goon three. Yeah. <laughs> he, he throws the first punch too. Nice. Um, <laughs> But, you know, typically you find that people are really interested in it. Um, and then sometimes you, you find that when you're doing a longer project, somebody maybe who hasn't acted before is all gung-ho, and then they realize it's work, and then they <laughs> stop showing up. Yeah. That is a that, – yeah, that I can understand that completely. Um, it's something that, like, it, any type of creative – uh, endeavor is like is really great to plan and everything, but it's terrifying <laughs> the proposition of actually doing it. So I admire all the filmmakers for going through and, and creating something so entertaining. And and one of the great things that I love about doing Sharktober in Irvington is being able to showcase the films of uh, uh, local and uh, uh, local filmmakers because you know these are all labors of love. Um, some with very uh, uh, very small um, amount of prep time and everything. That it's it's really it's really fascinating to see the process and learn about the process and everything. Um, do we have any other audience questions? Going once. <laughs> Got one. All right. What's the heart made of, Mark? Oh, I I carved that out of a sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. A lot of the horror film plots are really well-tread. So if you're approaching something that you might think has been done before, are you self-conscious about it? Are you looking for a big twist? Or are you looking for a setting that will turn it on its head or something like that? I just wonder how you approach that. That's a great question. Any of the filmmakers want to jump in? Um, I think for me it's um, a matter of what, what you can do effectively versus trying to reinvent something. Because um, to me, it seems like effectiveness always kind of comes through as, as being better as, versus, you know, just... I mean, there's a place for straight gore, and there's, you know, there's places for everything else, but can you do the movie effectively? Um, 
to me is my goal uh, when it, when I'm going about something. You got to make that shit your own. I mean, our thing is pretty much a shot for shot uh, the real Ghostbusters opening. I mean, did anyone see the real Ghostbusters and they go, oh, that's the real Ghostbusters <laughs> opening? You got to make that shit your own. You got to own it. Are you saying you're frauds? <laughs> nice. Well, let's see. We uh, do we have any other questions, or should we? Any uh, any last them? ones? <laughs> that sounds kind of disturbing. Well, how about one last round of applause for all of the filmmakers mm-hmm. and the talent? And uh, once again, why don't you guys tell everyone where they can find your work, um, any websites or anything, or social media? Uh, mine is elsewhereworld.com, and that has links to everything that we do. Uh, mine is not really available yet. <laughs> once, once I do a feature, I'll probably put up a website or something like that. Sorry to put you on the spot again. <laughs> it's fine. You can find all of our stuff uh, at thenerdspodcast.com. Basically, social media is at the Nerds Podcast for everything. Nice. CCGhostbusters.com. Uh, YouTube, look for CC Ghostbusters or Circle City Ghostbusters. Circle City Ghostbusters <laughs> on Facebook. Sorry, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> um, we're actually the official uh, group out here. Uh, we're backed by Sony, so we're allowed to do all of this. So we can actually make a fan film for reals. <laughs> It's fantastic. I like the use of for reals. <laughs> With the microphone. For reals. For reals. So we have a few things coming up. Do you want to talk about those at all? I'll talk about them. We've got a library thing tomorrow. Which library is that? The Danville Public Library. The Danville Public Library at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We'll be there. The kids love us. <laughs> and then we'll be at the Street Fair in Irvington. And then we'll be at the Midwest Toy Fest in November. Check us out there, please. Fantastic. Yeah. A lot of charity work we do. 90% goes charity, 99%. And there is one more person. Awesome. Chad Huber, are you out there? Oh, yes. Come up here, brother. Because <laughs> Chad is the one who did oh, all the yeah. dirty work and all the audiovisual to pull this thing off and got here and busted his ass. Oh, so yeah. he definitely deserves a round of applause for killing Oh, yeah. Him. He's been working hard on his feet, so we, he finally had time to sit down, so we're bringing him up here to stand up and you're not, you're work, not some, work a little more. For it. Yeah. So, Chad, why don't you go ahead and tell us where um, the snacks came from? and every, Not the snacks specifically, Costco. but your, the sponsor that you did for that. Um, so, all right. So, if you listen to the outros on... Obsessive viewer, uh, they do mention uh, Tiny's side project being the secular perspective. Um, I kind of halfway took that over from him um, just because he got busy, so I kind of took over. I'm not good. No, not at all. <laughs> no, it actually worked out quite well. Yeah. Um, but so I do that, uh, secular, uh, the secular perspective. Um, it's kind of it's evolved um, a little bit. Um, now, Right now, at least during the campaign season and stuff, We've really kind of become a lot more like political commentary, uh, world news, local news, stuff like that, all from the perspective of secular hosts. 
Um, and then I had a whole lot of extra stuff that we just wanted to talk about. So our other co-host, Amanda, who's out here with us, um, we kind of created our own little spinoff show called Chad and Amanda Talk Shit About, where we will just kind of talk about other stuff. Talk shit about Matt, actually. <laughs> um, but just other stuff that is more off the wall type of news. We'll try to come up with a theme if we can. And then just, you know, if that relates to our own personal life somehow, we can, you know, Hey, this happened to me when I was a kid that relates to this story. So that's what I do. Go check us out. Um, there's the secular perspective.com. Um, Chad and Amanda talk shit doesn't have a, I got a WordPress, but I, whatever. Um, we're on all the different podcatchers out there. So check us out. Thanks. Well, thank you very much for your hard work and uh, for donating your time and uh, the snacks and everything and helping us put this together. Yeah. Uh, how about a round of applause for Chad? Yeah. Most importantly, round of applause for you guys coming out and supporting it. Mm. I mean, this, is, this has been a, sort of a dream come true, I know, for, for me. I think, Matt. Mm, wait, what was that? You like this? this oh, yeah. Horrible. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys are awesome. Absolutely yeah. amazing that you all oh, came yeah. out and supported it. Yeah. And once again, make sure you go to the uh, Irvington Halloween Festival and and go to all of their um, all of their events and everything throughout the month because it's it's this community is so great and it's an honor to be able to uh, give back to it the way that we do. Like we said, all of the proceeds from this event go directly to the Irvington Historical Society, um, which is just a great organization, and they they help keep the history of the of the uh, of, of this community at the forefront of its members, uh, you know, minds. <laughs> and uh, once again, uh, to kind of wrap up, we we are the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. It's a weekly movie podcast. And, uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for coming out. And uh, is there any anything else we need to cover? No, I'll just say uh, you guys have done a great job. It's been I, – I saw you guys plan this out from the very beginning, and you guys have grown into uh, – very successful podcasters, and to see and watch you guys develop has been pretty rewarding. So I know I bust your chops all the time, but <laughs> you guys have done an awesome job, and this is a great event, and it's a pleasure to get to be a part of it. And hopefully I won't get fired for October 4, which will be, <laughs> when is that? Which will be, uh, it should be the first weekend of October next next uh, next uh, year. You can follow, uh, like The Obsessive Viewer on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Obsessive Viewer, and listen to the podcast and uh, find us online, and we'll uh, keep you guys updated with... Uh, with when it will be. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to all the prize winners, and I think that'll do it. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you guys for coming. And uh, Ghostbusters, and I'm sure everybody are available for selfies if you want one. Okay, you guys have now heard the recording of Shocktober and Arvington 3. Um so we're kind of just going to wrap up the episode by kind of taking some time to kind of talk about how it was behind the scenes, all that, all that good stuff. Um, and how we felt about this year's Sharktober and Irvington event, which again is like, it's an event that we started three years ago and, um, it has its roots farther back, but it's such a fun thing that we do. And it's kind of surprising that we do it. Yes, it is because we're awkward. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Uh huh. As evidenced by the last hundred and ninety episodes, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plus, like twenty eight episodes of anthology. Yeah, but that's just you that have to be embarrassed by that. 
that's true. That is true. Um, <laughs> and it is a much different beast when I have to do my own jokes that I don't have an audience to land <laughs> um, on the mic. But anyway, so Shocktober Nerdington 3 is done. Um, we are tentatively scheduled to the for the first weekend in October next year for Shocktober 4, um, which Tiny is definitely going to make it to. Um, if by tiny you mean a, either a robot or cyborg of some kind that you create to look like me and act like me, then yes, I will be there. I have a year to do that. But the real me will be getting married. Right. Well, that's true. Well, technically you'll be getting married a week later, but yes, but I, I will have wedding, uh, plans and things to do for the whole month. Really? That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm um, marrying a perfectionist, yeah. so sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, so so we'll be back at the Irving. Um, I can't say the actual date. We'll have a, the official date probably early next year. But first weekend in October. If you didn't make it this year, uh, definitely come next year um, because, as we said, it's growing. Like one of the things, tiny, that I. Like, you can attest to this. I was stressed out the first two years, like, considerably. Mm -hmm. And this year, also a bit. Yeah, me too. And just in general, uh, all the time. (laughs) But this year, it's it's funny because we had certain things go wrong, as they usually do. Um, Like, last year, uh, Greg, who who, uh, does the event with us, at the very last minute last year, he... Uh, he remembered that he had to officiate a wedding, so he couldn't make it. Um, and then this year, I was I was less stressed. I was more relaxed because uh, we had really good uh, pre-sale num- pre-sale numbers uh, from from the online ticketing. Uh, we had a really fantastic lineup of movies. Uh, we had the movies, um, and and just everything was going going well. So as we're setting up. Like about probably forty five minutes before the doors opened, no, about half an hour before the doors opened for us to take tickets and stuff. Um, I realized I did not bring the tickets. Um, yeah, at all. I noticed it too. Yeah, so I freaked out um, because for those of you listening who haven't hosted a live event, when people pay you money, you give them a ticket. Right. Um, and especially for us, like we were raffling off prizes, so we needed, you know, to give them their half of a ticket. Right. So we didn't have tickets. We didn't have the actual tickets. And um, what's funny is that uh, the fir- for the first year, actually, I think it was for PopCon the first year, we bought a huge spindle of tickets. Um, is spindle the right word? Spool. Spool, I think. Spool. And it's like, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like 2,000 tickets Something probably. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So in my apartment, I have this big-ass thing of just tickets, and the tickets are red, that we've used for the last two years. So I gave my keys to my brother, and he was like, okay, well, we're going to run uh, to your apartment and get them. Um, so like, I was like, well, I live like 30 minutes away. Yeah. Doors are opening in 30 minutes. <laughs> So like we're screwed, but fortunately, like my brother thought, like well, we'll just go to like Office Max and just buy a new thing, which worked out really well because he bought, um, genius that he is, bought white tickets, <laughs> and like, uh, like it's funny because it's a dark theater, mm-hmm. so I didn't even consider like 
red tickets versus white tickets. White tickets, you can see a lot clearer right. in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was out. a problem like the past couple of October's. Like, it really was. Basically, when we would raffle something off, whoever was running the board or whatever would have to like bring the lights up so people could actually yeah. see their tickets. And oh, yeah. This year, it wasn't, wasn't a problem because of that, I think. Exactly. Yeah, so so we're we're still growing, we're still learning. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think that that was really the only big the big setback of the of the night, I think. Yeah, we had audio issues. Yeah, oh yeah, that's early. right. Yeah. But it was cuz it's it's just hard to set it up in that in that theater with audio setup, it's hard to yeah. When there's you, some I mean, feedback when you have like a a mobile microphone, you never know mm. where you're going to get feedback. Right. So that's what happened is we gave the microphone to someone, and he was a loud guy too. So that's mm. more grounds for feedback. So that's the problem. That was just one little problem we had. Right. But those those are the only two things really. Yeah. Uh, so we are getting better. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. Tiny, what? Uh, so tiny, what like stood out to you about about um, Shocktober three? Well, again, it was the attendance. I mean, just having seventy people there was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is also like the best crop of shorts we've had. Um, you know, in the past we've only had two or three movies, or you know, not too many shorts to show. But but this year we had a lot of stuff and a lot of yeah. content, and I think everything just flowed really well this year. So. That's really what stood out to me. I agree, and I think that that's one of the things that really made me less stressed out over the whole thing leading up to it is that what like we had plenty of short films. Like we were supposed to have um, um, a short film from Snapshot Productions at Billy and Brandon Watch Movies. Um, unfortunately, they like they finished filming it, but they didn't have enough time to edit it. So I mean, it's a bummer because I really I really love their work, and I re- I really wanted to screen one of. Uh, one of their shorts again uh, for this year's Shocktober because they've been they're one of the staples of Shocktober in Irvington. But on the plus side, we already have our first short for next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, assuming that they can edit it in the next year, that would that would be preferable. That'd be kind of crazy preferable. if they couldn't. That would don't put that evil on us. <laughs> tiny. Um, I would question their integrity. If they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh so even like that was that was one of the that was another downside to Shocktober Number Ten. We weren't able to get uh, Billy and Brandon short. But on the plus side we have uh, a short for next year already lined up. And that's one of the things that I really like about like charting our growth throughout throughout the three years that we've done it, is that now certain things that like freaked me out the first year, the first two two years in like was were really stressing me out. Are things that I, I shouldn't. I know now not to put as much importance on because I know that we can that we're continuously bringing in more people and we're getting more uh, better attendance each year, and we will find the shorts to fill out the um, event with. And Greg will, you know, solidify his calendar beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th- so things are running smoothly, and I like that. Um, Greg is not officiating my wedding, so don't worry. There you go. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> he has a spotty record. We didn't want to hire him. That's true. I'm kidding. Gregory, I kid. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I was kind of blown away by a little bit um, was that last, uh, like a, a couple weeks prior to Shocktober and Irvington, me and Greg went to Irvington to deliver flyers to all the businesses like in Irvington. So we're walking down the streets or like he's, he's going in one direction. I'm going the other. So I'm walking down the street 
and I happened to see this uh, this group of people, one of which was a woman wearing these black socks with like an orange kind of design on it that looked Halloween-y. So I was like, I just stopped. And I was like, hey, guys, I kind of I noticed your outfit. It's very kind of Halloween-esque. Um, I'm hosting this event at the Irving, blah, blah, blah. And then like her response, Tiny, was like she turned to presumably her uh, boyfriend, husband or, or just friend. I don't know. Um, I don't know their story. Um, <laughs> she turned to him and said, hey, this is what I was telling you about in the car. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, I haven't heard really? this story. You haven't? No. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even... I... Huh. I thought I told you about it, but yeah. <laughs> no. I was like, that is incredible. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, well, it's there at the Irving. Uh, it's in a few weeks, and then... Nice. I don't think they showed up, but still, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. And uh, so I'm I'm just really excited about the future of Shocktober and Irvington. And uh, I really like that we're, you know, meeting some really cool, interesting people. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, I just want to also thank the Circle City Ghostbusters, Team Dharma, the nerds you're looking for, J.P. Leck, and uh, the Witching Witching Season films as well. Also, thank you to Greg and, and Chad and Dale, who owns the theater, who brings us back every year. Um, God, it was just such such a fun experience. And I'm so glad that I'm so happy that, you know. Uh, again we avoided we averted disaster again <laughs> yes we did um yeah so yeah any any else anything else we should go over i think that's about it okay and also thank you to the showdown podcast for uh playing our promos and also thank you to jp like for actually creating the radio promo for us we've gotten we got a lot of great fe- feedback on that yeah um and also thank you so much to tony troxel uh, from geekinginindiana.com. Like, that dude is freaking amazing. He really is. Yeah. He, not only did he promote the heck out of uh, Shocktober Irvington on his website leading up to it, leading up to it, he uh, had us on his podcast. He also wrote this very nice write-up after uh, after the evening, um, like, just a follow-up post about it. Uh, reviewing it it was like it was just really nice the dude he's 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 a nice dude agreed yeah Yeah. he didn't have to do that but it was very nice right so tiny expectations for next year that you're well i mean or the year after (laughs) (laughs) um i mean by the time i come back in a couple years you best have like 200 people showing up (laughs) okay let's let's, it's it's all on your shoulders you know (laughs) <laughs> let's 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 pump the brakes there a little bit <laughs> now um, we've, we've talked before how it's not necessarily about the numbers i mean right. it's great to have people show up but mm-hmm. it's even better to have a core group of people show up exactly uh, and you know showcasing the movies is one of the best parts mm-hmm. I, it's it's cool i can watch the movies before mm-hmm. all the short films i can watch them before the event and kind of know the the moments that people are going to react to mm-hmm. and having sitting in and listening to the audience react to those moments it's just kind of a fun, like, inside baseball kind of experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I, I, can't imagine, I can't even imagine what it's like for the filmmakers to sit there and oh, yeah. have an audience look at their, their work for the first time. Because mm-hmm. it feels like someone's watching my work, even though they're really not. Right. But it's it's just a really cool experience. And uh, yeah, I'm I, looking forward to next year. Yeah, same here. And also, it's I forgot this other piece of uh, kind of behind-the-scenes trivia about it. Um, so we did a Q&A this year. That was new. 
There was. Yeah. So, uh, like, actually, Greg had this idea. Like, why don't we have him come up for a Q&A? And, like, I just thought, like, holy crap, that's a great idea. Um, so, yeah. And, and that, I think, worked out really well. And I think we may uh, incorporate that into future Shocktober Norwegians. Cool. Um, yeah. So, it was it was definitely cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already have, like, a an Evernote file of ideas that uh, I already have for next year. So, cool. um, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. And now I finally I we don't uh we don't have to load up the front of the podcast with with the plea for uh buying tickets yeah. until until later uh, next year. Um so other than all that, once again guys, if you guys are planning on going to Heartland Film Festival, um please, please help support us by um buying your tickets online and using the promo code um obsess sixteen. Um like I, I well tiny you just now got your guidebook didn't you I did um yeah but I've been looking through it and we've like we've gotten some really uh cool um press emails um which is kind of a first for us for some really cool movies that are going to be uh screening at Heartland this year so if you're going to be at Heartland Film Festival uh you know find me hey find me and talk to me cuz I'll be there pretty much every day Nice. And Tiny, you're going to be there every day, too? I'll be there for quite a few evenings. Like nice. After, I couldn't take off work uh, for it this year, but I'm I'm planning on being there at least three or four evenings of the week. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, you'll have to let me know which theater you're going to be at each day. Okay. So that way I can... Mostly Castleton for me. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. convenient. That's true. So, yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, without further ado, thank you guys again for uh, listening. And if you made it to Sharktober in Irvington, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys there next year at the Irving. And uh, is there anything else? Uh, I think next week we're going to forego an episode so that we can can go see as much Heartland stuff as possible. Exactly. So, yeah. So, next week we're going to kind of take a week off. And then probably, honestly, like last year we had two episodes worth of Heartland uh, coverage. So, we may double up and, and release in the same week, uh, the week after, but, um, you know, stay tuned and find out. Um, and also, uh, before we go, make sure you check out my solo side project podcast anthology. It's a podcast exploring science fiction anthology storytelling during television's first golden age. Um, which that's one, one thing that's kind of a downside to, uh, not downside to Heartland cause Heartland's incredible, but Heartland starts, Tonight, today, uh, the day this episode releases, which is also the same day that Black Mirror season three hits Netflix. Oh wow! And so I'm like, I'm going to be living and breathing Heartland after work today. T- today, quote, because the day this releases, after that, I'm going to be just doing just Heartland stuff for the next week. So it's like, it's it's going to be tough too. Yeah, you know. Yep. Busy but, week. Yep. Anyway, so I think that about covers it for this week's episode. And, uh, yeah, should we, should we call it a night? Yes, sir. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer, presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com, and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast app. 
The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loud Like from their EP Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. You can email the hosts individually at matt, tiny, or mike at obsessiveviewer.com or send an email to the podcast in general at podcast at obsessiveviewer.com. Check out the Obsessive Viewer blog at obsessiveviewer.com where we post movie and TV reviews and the occasional editorial about the business of entertainment. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer and follow us on Twitter at obsessiveviewer, at obsessivetiny, and at IamMikeWhite. If you want more obsessive content in your life, check out our sister site, obsessivebooknerd.com, for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the podcatcher of your choice. Again, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Be excellent to each other.